I listened to this really awesome um, uh, Mark Marin talked to Bruce Dern. Mm-hmm. Nice. Really good interview. Yeah. Really good. I could see that. But he talked about, because uh, they talked a little bit about Jack Nicholson. Both just like angry at the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he talked a little bit about uh, Jack Nicholson and how Jack Nicholson directed him in a movie. I forget what movie it was. But he, Bruce Dern at the end of a scene, like did something, did like a flick or something with his hand mm-hmm. as part of his character as kind of like a, like an ad lib. Yeah. Right. And he's just like, and then, you know, he's like, Jack calls cut and he goes, you see that everybody, you see what he just did right there. He goes, that's a Dernsey right there. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, so apparently Bruce Dern is famous in Hollywood for doing Dernseys, which are just his own, like whatever you want to do in this, in the scene, you're like, just do it. I don't really don't care. So when he did it for like something, he did it for this movie called like Nebraska, um, that uh, I think it was Alexander Payne yeah, yeah. wrote and directed, whatever, right? Yeah, the movie was horrible. I never saw it. That's yeah, not good. Uh, but he mentioned something in there, but he got around to talking about, you know, the scene the scene he's in in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. right? And Marin loved, lo- loves the movie. Uh, and so he was just like, he's like, yeah, how, he's like, how was that scene? Like, well, like, what was that, you know? He goes, both, he's like, can I just tell you, both of you look like you're about to just start cracking up. Yeah. Like, you're, he, <laughs> And he's just like, well, no. He's like, the first take we did that I did with Brad, he's like, he started laughing because I was just like, I <laughs> yeah. was just like really in it. Yeah, no, and he Brad was just Pitt like, does look like yeah. he's holding back laughter that whole scene. <laughs> and he's just like, he was just so excited when to just start- be doing this. Like, Didn't you know? I just tell you I'm blind? Yeah. He's just like, okay, okay. <laughs> he goes, um, I guess he did it for uh, Hateful Eight as well. Mm. Um, and um, But anyways, the one, the, the Dernsey that he did for Tarantino, in, in Once Upon a Time. Because, uh, as you know, Tarantino, you got to stick to the script. Mm-hmm. And I think he's always said that, like... I think at one point he said that Samuel Jackson's, like, the only person he's kind of okay with going off mm. script sometimes. Okay. Um, but uh, the part in Once Upon a Time is where they just did the scene, and he's just like... He goes, but I want to tell you something. He's just like, you did something that like really touched my heart. Like you came to see me, mm. and like I like that. So that was not in the script, and that was something that Bruce Dern added mm. in the in oh, okay. the, within the scene. Yeah, right. And then he, he just he like left it in there, and so you know, that's awesome. Like, I feel like the scene needed that. It was nice. It was yeah. just a nice no, scene. It's yeah, like it's like it wraps up the scene in a like that's like where the you know the transition of that whole scene has fully occurred. Yes. Yes. You know. Yes. 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 Or it's like not we thought we were walking into a horror movie and then it ended up being like this really, really kind of like sweet moment. Or this old infirm man who's who is obviously still being taken advantage of. Yeah. But you I mean, know, clearly. has this like nice memory. He's like, Hey, you know what? Like nobody else has come out to see me. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't know who the fuck you are, <laughs> but <laughs> Yes. There's a bunch of people I do know and none of them have been here. Yeah. So. <laughs> exactly. Um so yeah, that was the Dernsey for uh once nice. upon a time. It was kind of, it was pretty hilarious. That, there's a Dernsey. There's a Dernsey. I'm going to try out this segue. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. The go se- for it. The segue is we're about to wa- we're about to talk about somewhat of a Dernsey today. Mm. How so? Well, I'm Bobby Navia. And I'm Dorian Weinzimmer. And welcome back to the couch, everybody. This is uh, episode 64. Uh, it's 65, actually. 65? Yeah. Last Fuck. week's episode got mislabeled. Did it get mislabeled? Yeah, we I have, fucked it we up. We now have two episode 63s. My bad, guys. We have It Chapter 2 and The Goldfinch. They're, I mean, they're pretty much the same episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they all have, you know, kids in them. They do. Oh, yeah. It's Who, got the alternate yeah. timeline story. They have you know? kids that can't get over yeah, shit. Yeah, trauma from their childhood trauma, yeah. finally being dealt with as adults. They have to. I think the Goldfinch painting is Pennywise. Yeah. Of the Goldfinch, he has to destroy this painting at the end to reclaim. Because this is what we're still holding on to from our childhood. Exactly. And, yeah. Know. Not to, we thought it, we thought this represented all the good shit that we're holding on to, but this is also all the bad shit we've been holding on to. Exactly. Know? Yeah. So, fucking snap that Goldfinch's neck, put it out of its misery. We're creating universes here, guys, yeah. on the couch. Bon- slap it on a bomb. We just connected. Slap, slap the goldfinch painting onto a bomb, drop it <laughs> off at a museum, and pay that shit forward. That's it. Yes. Let that's someone that's... else be burdened with being Ansel Elgort for a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. 
So anyway, this is so this is actually episode 65. 65. 65. And uh, today we're yeah. talking about uh, Rambo, Last Blood trailer. Last Blood. And I call this a Dernsey because I feel like Sylvester Stallone has been doing this with certain characters in his career. Is just continuing them himself. Yeah. So he's doing his own Dernsey. Yeah. It's just true. This is just, I'm going to do something, but it's going to be... <laughs> It's, it's going to be, be a whole, minutes. yeah, it's, it's going to be, gonna, a, whole, it's a whole movie. It's going to be a whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. There's pretty, uh, I would call it the, the last Rambo movie, which was just called Rambo. Yes. Um, in some, is it, it was pretty Dernsey. It was pretty, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was, because he directed that too. He did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was full Dernsey. Full Dernsey. Yeah. What would be a, should we just keep calling it a Dernsey? Should we just keep? Should we make up a Sly Stallone name for it? I mean, maybe. Yeah, you know, it feels like we could probably get stuck on a slippery slope of using Dernsey and just you know, sort of reverse engineering more logic to make it fit. Pro- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe we should keep the Dernsey. Dernsey. Dern specific. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm good with that. Yeah. Um, this is something. I mean, because this is on a whole different level too. You know, like yeah, Dern's doing it. You know, take to take. Stallone's doing it fucking movie to movie. Decade to decade. <laughs> like <laughs> Yes. Um so yes, Rambo, Last yeah. Blood. Uh I thought the last one in like some places was I want in the UK, I thought it was called just like John Rambo. There's sometimes I'll say oh, like yeah. as John Rambo or yeah. just like Rambo. I think that was like the original working title. Was it? Because before that he did Rocky Balboa. Yes. So he was on this full name tip. That's right. With his characters. Yes, he was yes. like, no, I mean, you know, I want to bring it back to like being about the characters. But then I think I think he made the right choice with Rambo because the movie Rambo that came out in 2008 is not about the character. It's about murdering as many fucking people as possible. <laughs> so to call it John Rambo, yeah. you know, that makes it feel like if you were going to call it John Rambo, I would expect a movie more like First Blood. Mm. something that is going to be more character driven right you now and right. not just the fucking you know macho wet dream that rambo became yeah uh which you know is based they you know rambo is funny the the 2008 one because yeah it like straddles that line mm-hmm. where it's like you can tell at the beginning of it he wants to kind of like reclaim that character a little bit because yes. obviously rambo 3 was where they just went full on like he's jesus with rockets pretty much you know that's straight up He's an impossible to defeat. Like he's even, you know, he's like a, he's like living in a Buddhist monastery at the beginning of that movie. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, yeah no, yeah. there's, I mean, they literally make him like a religious god, like white savior. Mm-hmm. You know, he came to this Buddhist temple and they're like, wow, you're like the best at everything. Well, wait, before we get, I was gonna <laughs> like, ask you, what yeah, do you want to do, do first? Do you want to talk about, do you want to talk about the trailers? Mm. Or do you want to talk a little bit about like the series, yeah, and then go into this it's, to this new? Yeah, one? let's let's start with the trailer. Let's start with the trailer. Yeah, trailers, because yeah, there's a. So I guess funny first thing that I noticed from the trailer. Okay. Uh, Did there, you watch both of them? I watched both of them. Okay. There's a teaser, uh, trailer. Yes. Which is a minute and forty seconds. Yes. And then there's a trailer. Right. Which is about sixty seconds. Yeah. So the teaser is now. The teaser is the longer trailer. Right. And shows more of the movie. But the teaser is not the one that has snippets of the other movies cut into it, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. I think that was the new that's the, the new, new trailer. That's yeah. The new one. Yeah. That had all those old <laughs> <laughs> The uh the teaser was the one with uh, that old town road song. Yes. In it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also like, okay. Sure. Awesome. <laughs> um, that's hilarious. And also like Wow, how much of your budget did you <laughs> spend on this? <laughs> it's like, um, but anyways, the first one, the first trailer, I was not a fan of when it came out. Yeah, I don't like the first trailer. Um, I guess I was, ex- I guess I, I was expecting something a bit more cliche and traditional. Mm-hmm. I, w- I guess I was expecting the second trailer for the first trailer. Yeah, like this whole thing of like. I'm not the biggest fan of the newest like Star Wars sizzle reel that came out out mm-hmm. of D23. I don't know if I I think I told you. Yeah, we've talked. I told about you about the, it. Yeah. yeah, just uh, not on the podcast. Outside or of the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for those who have not seen it, just a quick description is that the opening of it, let's say like the first minute, maybe minute and a half, is uh, a montage of different images from the entire saga, like from Episode One all the way through to Last Jedi. And um, and then they have new footage of, you know, episode 
uh, nine that's mm. coming out, right? And so uh, that's what I thought like they would do with like a it's the next Rambo movie. Mm-hmm. Like I figure, you know, and if you have watched all of them, you know that Rambo's back on U.S. territory now. Like mm-hmm. the end of the last one is him walking to his ranch, mm-hmm. right? And so that's what I thought they were gonna do, and they didn't do that. And it just looked like a, you know, it honestly looks like his character from The Expendables just retired, and now some Mexicans are coming to fuck with him. Yep. And now he's just gonna fuck up some Mexicans. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, that was, like, literally all I could think about when watching the, especially the the new trailer. Yeah. The shorter, full-length trailer. Right. The shorter, but not a teaser trailer. Yeah. Um, it. I mean, that is just a full-on Home Alone, but with Rambo trailer. Mm-hmm. It's just him, like, setting up, like, clever little traps all around his yeah. ranch. And then, you know, and then it all leading up to a giant, like, line of explosives. <laughs> like... <laughs> But the apocalypse. I mean, yeah, people getting killed with like pitchforks coming down from the ceiling. Um, Yeah, all sorts of little like traps and tunnels and stuff he's built and trip wires with like crossbows on them that shoot you when you come in the door. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's like basically if if Macaulay Culkin had fewer qualms about murder (laughs) and had just finished the fucking job, you know? Yeah. That's what this movie is. All right. It's like, you know, why, why do you keep like smacking these guys in the face? If you just like kill Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern, like problems over, man, there's no home alone two, And God damn. And there is no home alone three or four. Yeah. Is there a fourth one? There's a fourth. Fuck. Yeah. About the fourth one. They're like, I think they stopped at the fourth one. And how much better of a world would it be if there was no Home Alone 3 or 4? Probably, I mean, it'd probably still be the same. Yeah, that's true. Probably wouldn't have affected much. Um, all right. For some reason, though, even though I don't like the first trailer, mm-hmm. I like the second one. Yeah. Yes. I feel like the second one is... Uh, it kind of knows what it is. That's why I like it. Yeah. It's is because it's like... It is Sylvester Stallone as John Rambo feeding into his own like <laughs> mythology and mythos. Yeah. And just being like yeah, this is what you all want, and I'm just going to give it to you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. give it to me. <laughs> yeah. Those, those like, cross cuts of him in, like, the older movies yes. and stuff, that it's so, well, it's so funny because it feels like a visualization of him, like, reading his own press. You know? And it's, for some reason, I'm not bothered by yeah, it. Yeah, it's it feels like, as you said, like, buying into his own mythology. Yes. It feels like John Rambo thinking about how cool it was when he did this <laughs> other thing, and now he's doing it again, you yes, know? Yes, right. Somehow feels as though he is conscious of this. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, I feel the other thing that is wonky about the first trailer too is that all the, if if any of our audience has ever watched any of the Rambo movies, like they all take place like not in the U.S. in a jungle somewhere, or except for three, which is in Afghanistan, so it's yeah. the desert. But it's a well, very first like bloods in Colorado. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Um, but um, I'm just thinking like I guess the point I was trying to make with uh, when I forgot that the first one's in Colorado, mm. is that even in the first movie, like the the war that he's fighting is not as um, it doesn't get like too crazy big, except for the end. Like it's very like contained. Yeah, you know. Whereas like all the rest of the movies, like two, three, and four, just like everything is just ratcheted up, like you know, to a hundred, mm-hmm. and so. I don't know how you make a movie about or how you tonally make a trailer about a character that has gone through all of this mm-hmm. and make it seem like he's still in the same place that he was. Right. So I just feel like the trailer didn't set a good tone for John Rambo, Vietnam vet back in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and attempting to live a life. Yeah. And then this happens. Right. It's just sort <laughs> of like John Rambo on a ranch. I got to face my past there's some Mexicans. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like... They don't like me. They don't like yeah. me, so let's, you know... License to up. kill. <laughs> cool. Right. Yeah, um, no, I mean, the, precisely what made the first movie, First Blood yeah. so fucking good was, you know, the fact that it was... It was this mirror of Vietnam and the fact that, like, he was being forced to fight someone else's war. Yes. You know, that was, he didn't start that shit. Mm-hmm. Fucking John Voight started that shit. Yeah. Or, uh, not John Voight. Um, he probably Brian, uh <laughs> Brian Dennehy. Brian Dennehy, yeah. Brian Dennehy started that shit, you know? And then he's just stuck with it, you know? And has to fight it, at, you know, has to see it through. And, like, you know, he keeps telling him, like, look, I don't want to do this, but if you want a fucking war, I'll give you some yeah, shit. Yeah, right, you exactly. Know? You have no idea. 
Um, like, yeah, so First Blood, you know, very character-driven, very, like, humanized character. Yes. And then, two, they, like, obviously that was successful. And then, two, it was like, oh, man, everyone likes watching this guy murder people. Yeah. So, like, let's just put him somewhere. Let's throw him. Let's send him back to, to Vietnam, Vietnam. Yeah. And let him kill Vietnamese people. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be great. Um, and, and then, three, yeah, again, just, you know, full-on white savior. Yeah. Wh- white savior not only of other cultures but also of whites. It's like that's how white savior he is in Rambo yeah, 3. Yeah. He's like he's everyone's savior. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's weird because it feels like this one's making that same mistake. Like that's what I got from that first teaser trailer. Okay. Was we had this really like stupid self-important beginning that in some ways is trying to recall the, you know, human characteristics of this person mm-hmm. from the original film. But then immediately it's just going to devolve into superhuman, you know, one man killing machine. Like being Rambo is literally cultural shorthand across the world for being a one man army. Yes. You know, what are you going to Rambo this shit? You know, like that's a thing people say to reference that situation. So like ultimately this movie is going to be just that. And like that's what this character has become. And any attempt to like reverse that is just absurd. So it's, yeah, like that's what I dug about the shorter second trailer mm-hmm. was it straight up was like literally like, yo, this is what we are. You want to watch Rambo <laughs> murder a bunch of people all by himself? Yeah. We're doing that. Um, but yeah, that first one with all the, yeah, I'm confronting my past and like, you know, there's supposed to be like an emotional connection with this child and mm-hmm. shit. I'm like, yo, keep that shit out of my <laughs> Rambo. All right. I don't need that anymore. You know, if. In an alternate universe, if First Blood Part 2 were actually like a part two to First Blood mm-hmm. and not the movie that it is, which is fine. You know, they went a you different... You don't like Part 2? No, I do. Okay. I do. It's yeah. just... Oh, you're just saying... It's disappointing in the context of Part 1. Okay, yes. That, yes, yes, you know, yes. it's not really a sequel to that movie. Right. It's kind of like, uh, we kind of, you know, Stallone embodies this machismo, so mm-hmm. let's just put him in the, you know, more appropriate yeah, yeah, role yeah. for that, according to their thoughts, at least, but... You know, in an alternate universe where Rambo continued more down the first blood path of things. Okay. You know, then, yes, I would like to see uh, maybe that franchise would have the appropriate context for moments of like real emotional connection, Mm -hmm. you know, with other side characters, especially characters that, you know, he's confronting his past. But like me as a viewer, I just met this chick. I don't know who these people. That's not my past. Yeah, right. I haven't lived with thinking about this person for like 40 years, if I'm supposed to believe that, you know. I just met him two minutes ago, and now they're kidnapped. Yeah. So guess what? I don't really care about him all that much. Um, it's pretty thin. Yeah. So you it's know? like, yeah. you know, it, part of it is like, why even bother? You know, you yeah. could have found any, a million other ways for him to get wrapped up in a conflict. Or maybe just not call it Rambo. Yeah. Well. <laughs> call it just whatever the next Sly Stallone movie, I would have action I'm, movie. It would have been awesome if they just called it Last Blood. Like without Rambo in the oh, title, yeah, 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 that would and have like, been, yeah. But that again, like that would connote for me like a very different movie if right. they were doing a much more, yeah, kind of human-driven thing once again. And uh, you know, maybe if it was more like a, you know, what I understand Logan to be, the Ooh, you yes. know, if it were Actually, more like if it were more like that type of movie, yeah. then it, it, I would say, okay, yeah, call it just Last Blood. Oh, dude. But the I fact that this is that. the fact that this is called Rambo: Last Blood is yeah. like you no, know, it's a Rambo movie. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be this like. I mean, the, you know, the the ads and stuff too. I'm wondering if they are going to kill him at the end of it just to like be done with it because a they're calling it Last Blood and and even in the synopsis it says like he's got to do like one final mission, yeah, some shit. It's like okay, you know, if they do, this would probably be a really bad movie to do it in. Mm. I don't know. You would. You make a really have you, you've never seen Logan, right? I have not. Yeah, okay, um, but you make a really good point with how Logan is because, like, uh, just the movie itself. Because we're so used to that character of Wolverine, like thematically, yeah. just being like the one man machine. He's untouchable. He's unkillable. He heals, and you know, uh, has these claws and stuff. But like, you know, uh, Logan definitely makes that character that that movie's a drama. 
Mm-hmm. It's a it's a straight yeah. It's drama. like a from what I understand like a you know very western approach. Like it it's, is you know it's him. Yeah, he used to be the best. Yeah, at what he did. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and you know now he's like facing obstinacy and just like the world kind of passing him by. Yeah, and you yeah, know, that like he's no longer he's not only not the best anymore, but like he's like common. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And like that's a pretty you know well-tread territory as far mm-hmm. as storytelling goes and especially with westerns and stuff it's kind of like the end of the, you know yeah it's what good ride. what good is a cowboy when trains exist you know yeah, like right, yeah, yeah. there's it's just sort of like seeing the world literally like wow there the world has no need for me anymore yes. like it completely i'm useless now mm-hmm. you know and if if they were going more that route with with rambo like you know they there's actually a cool would have been a cool opportunity for that there yeah if, with the continuity of this series if like this was him basically like confronting the fact that like that one man American killing machine that he actually was. Yeah. You know, this larger than life character is now like in his old age and realizing that like that's a that's like that's not how wars are fought anymore. Right. That's not what heroism looks like anymore. Like all of these things that, yeah, I was like literally a fucking God. Yeah. You know, are completely meaningless to the world. And like, yeah, the world has literally no use for me anymore. You know, that movie Last Blood, I would watch the shit God out of that movie. damn it, Dorian. I need you to write this. But Fuck. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm literally like in awe of Dorian right now as he's speaking. I just, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. There's no, you know, that we're not getting that movie. I know we're not. We're getting but. Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting Home Alone 5. This is also Rambo 5. Oh, it is. So it is. It's, it's, oh, my. I just cracked the, the code. Making universes here, people. I'm yeah. telling you. Rambo Malone 5. <laughs> not a good compound there rambo alone that's not good mm. home rambo <laughs> home rambo this is more like ranch rambo it could just be like rambo five alone mm. oh yeah damn oh no D- rambo five home Ooh! wow hey both of those work that's that's good yeah. you could use, use home either is one pretty good yeah. home's good though because technically he's home now he is home we're home that's what i've heard I don't, yeah that would have been good I mean, he spent, you know, that's one of those things. He spent his whole life not being there. So is it home? Like, what's home about it? I think that's the other thing that is uh, really weird about it is that, like, we are, you know, home again. We're not in a jungle. Yeah. We're not in a, you know, I thought about that when I watched the, the trailer again. I was just like, you know, does, does, the, does the character of Rambo, if I'm not trying to, like, push his story any further than what you just described as, like, he is just a one-man fighting machine. That's what he's just been dubbed mm-hmm. through, like, cinema history post-First Blood. Yeah. Like, if the formula has not been... <laughs> if the formula still succeeds of him being in some war-torn country, like, fucking people up, why are not... Why is the sequel not in another like country mm-hmm. and he's doing the same thing like you know why are we back home mm-hmm. you know um why does it need to be here other than like yes the last shot of him in the last movie is him coming right. home yeah so i think that's another thing where i'm like uh, and and i highly doubt that the movie will like talk about it at great length too yeah. as to like why why he's decided to stay because he could have walked he could have came home in the fourth one and then yeah you know this fifth one could have started differently you know uh still back in you know, I don't know, maybe not Burma, but, you know, who knows, like Africa or some other yeah. other place, you know. Um, There's plenty of shithole countries out yeah. there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that's the other thing that's kind of like weirding me out a little bit is, yeah. is, is feeling like I, I don't feel I don't feel like Rambo, the character is home. Yeah. Or, you know, and I get, maybe that could if I'm really going to. That was you know. kind of the tragic lesson of the whole thing. Is like yeah. his home is the battlefield, right? You know, that's exactly. Actually, the only place he can be at home. Yeah. You know? And also, it's like you know, home for this character has no weight or meaning outside of being just an abstract concept. Yes. You know, because like we never, you know, if this were like something that in First Blood mm-hmm. had, you know, were even ever even mentioned, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> right. like this, you know, this whole past. Didn't doesn't exist, right. you know. They're just making it up basically as they go along to try to hit like emotional touchstones, yeah, 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 for like scripting purposes, you mm-hmm. know. Because Sid Field said you need this in Act One, you know. 
Um, and that's all the concept of home means here because yeah, it's like in the first one too, it's like, if this home was so important to him, then like, why was he just like a transient in Colorado? Right. You know, like why yeah. wasn't he like, Oh, I'm trying to like get home. Cause this place is important to me. It's yeah. like, no, he's kind of just like a loner wandering homeless Vietnam vet. Yeah. You know? That was again, a big part of the story for him actually was like, wow, he represents so many of these people, mm-hmm. you know, who were just like, again, left behind yeah. by their own country. Like, you know, and uh, not welcomed back after fighting a war that even they didn't agree with, you know, right. but just doing their duty. But uh, anyway. Um, in a perfect world, the only way this movie could surprise me is if everything we see in the trailers happens in the first 30 minutes mm. and it's still unsuccessful and Rambo has to go to Mexico. Oh, damn. Okay. Like, I just thought about it right now. Yeah. That would be that would be the ultimate, like, peekaboo. Yeah. Or... Or, as you said, all this stuff happens in the first 30 minutes. Yeah. My head went totally different route. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, He, like, defeats all the guys, but he's, like, caught up in, like... Like the one of the big explosions that he sort of carelessly ignites (laughs) on his property. Didn't wire it correctly. Fucking coma. (gasps) He he beats them all. Yeah. But now he's in a coma. Now he's in a coma. And then you know his surrogate family gets back, and then the last like forty minutes is just like basically like a shitty medical drama of like their family having to watch John Rambo in a coma. I'm yeah. I'm really trying to bring this to like a an, an emotional conclusion. Yeah, I'm trying to shoehorn this in. There's no way this is going to happen. No, uh, anything even remotely close to this. The franchise just is not there anymore. But I'm just watching First Blood again. I was just like, it's so fucking good, dude. It's amazing. It's, it's a really a, it's, like genuinely good movie. Yeah. And that was like just like the Coralco guys. Just like they didn't know what they had on their hand. They no. were just like you know nobody thought this was going to be like a hit. Yeah, you know? and it turned out to be this like really great movie. But I'm just. It really did remind me, and this is you know this is the first new Rambo movie, well in eleven years, but mm-hmm. again s- since I've rewatched these recently as well. Yeah, and it just like, yeah, it just reminded me what a shame it is because it's it really like as soon as they got even a little taste of success, excuse me, like washing over their palates, it was just they took this like extremely well drawn and like multi dimensional human iteration of John Rambo. And just transformed him into something like completely unrecognizable. The Terminator. Almost like one movie. Like two, First Blood Part 2, I'll give him a little credit for keeping it. It's not completely inhuman. I like, I mean, I like that one. Yeah, I know. I like two. I still enjoy two. And I'm, you know, I enjoy all of the movies. Yes, yes. For what they are. You know, they went a certain direction. Three is my least favorite. (laughs) Yeah. They went a certain direction with the characters in the story. (laughs) And that's fine. That yeah. was their choice. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it really did make <laughs> me, you know, revisiting them again, like watching him just, yeah, kind of like maliciously almost transformed into this completely unrecognizable, yeah, larger than life, like macho wet dream of a person. And it was like where they had like, you know, vulnerability and like pathos yeah. in the original rendering of this character. Now there's just like they just replaced all that. Even as you look at the cover art, mm-hmm. it's just like where there was vulnerability, there are now like what I will call muscle-like growths on his body. Yeah. And, like, you know, infallible mor- moral superiority and veins, I guess. Like, yeah. those are that's pretty much what came to define this character after one. But, mm-hmm. like, in one, it was, yeah, this really nuanced portrait of, like, PTSD and, like, America's treatments of its Vietnam veterans and, like, you know, small-town, insular, like, you know, corruptive attitudes mm-hmm. and toxicity. And, like, you know, it had all this really incredible stuff in there that it was working with and then pretty much immediately it was just like oh you like it when he's got a gun Poof, gone. yeah yeah right yeah. yeah that scene where he took his shirt off man <laughs> rippling right <laughs> yeah no i often i i think about like what uh i would like, love to see yeah when more you, of that when you talk about like an alternate timeline of like where they actually you know take the character when you're talking right now i was trying to think of is there a character in a movie or a series of movies that is like dealing with stuff that's happening like right now, like kind of like law and order, like taken from the headlines, but we've changed the names of people to sort of, uh, right, do yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, Cause part of me feels like, like the purge movies do that. Uh, I'm not going to say successfully, but this, the mm. idea, <laughs> the nugget of, you know, those movies is I'm sure like a, res- a response, at least first to 
everybody's rage about shit. So there's this one night uh, yeah. a year where everybody can just do whatever the fuck they want to get it all out. Get it all out. And it's made America great. Yeah. Whatever, right. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, I often want, I wonder like what one of those kinds of movies would be like, you know, aside from the Logan reference where, you know, we're actually dealing with, I don't know, Rambo, to, <laughs> you know, going to get a prescription filled <laughs> or some shit like that, mm-hmm. you know, just. Uh, the other thought I had is I wonder if like the Mexicans own the farm and he's like the farmhand, mm. like he's the guy who's ooh he's the day laborer. So it's not like I- his home. It's the opening shot him standing in front of Home Depot <laughs> at five a.m. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, the opening shot is him in a in a pickup truck going to Home Depot mm. and picking up supplies and him driving past all the Mexicans that are looking for work mm-hmm. and then getting back to what you think is his ranch, but it's this Mexican woman who's just like. You know, I wanted that fence yeah. built like an hour ago or some shit like yeah. that. You know, like you like you guys are getting cold, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um That'd be kinda awesome, actually. Yeah, it'd be I like nice. That. Yeah. 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 Uh he's so, so yeah. he's so humble. <laughs> he's a teddy bear inside. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's all it's, it is. If nothing else, like I still do just get a jolt from seeing Sylvester Stallone in that role. Same. You know, yeah. it's like that is such a like, yeah, the, the mythology of that growing up in the 80s also, like when those movies were coming out, like that, you know, being ingrained in me at such a young age, like there still is something about Stallone in that role that like it makes me feel like a child again looking at like, wow, yeah. I did. I had no idea that like a person yeah. could like represent so much, mm-hmm. you know, and be such like a god, you know, and like in everyone's eyes, like everyone loved this dude, yes, you know, like yeah, everyone yeah. was like, dude, Rambo is the fucking coolest, most badass motherfucker mm-hmm. who ever walked the earth. <laughs> and like, you know, for all my complaining about it not being this more like character human drama series yeah. that it started out as, like it did contribute to something else very, very important to mine and many other people's lives. So I do still like he still just embodies that role Mm -hmm. so much. And uh, it's like it's just cool to see him doing a new Rambo movie. Yeah. But, you know, I just I do wish. Like this is going to sound a little weird, but I do wish that they were like taking a little more care with this. I agree. You know, that's kind of and not again, not like there's these like real highfalutin kind of principles or ideals or concepts that need to be present in a Rambo film for it to be like an acceptable Rambo film. But like. If he's going to be, like, the larger-than-life God-like character that he is, then, like, let's just fucking do that, yeah. you know? Like, don't... I don't want to see him with, like, wounds, you know? Like, there's even in the trailer when he's approaching that guy with, like, the knife mm-hmm. towards the end. They show him from the back, and he's, like, hobbling. He's got, like, two gun... Mm-hmm. Like, bullet mm-hmm. holes in his back. And I'm like, no! This isn't him. Rambo doesn't fucking get shot, dude. Yeah. All right? And if he does... He makes it even cooler by digging the bullet out and yes. then fucking cauterizing <laughs> it with a hot knife yes, yes. and then getting right back in the fight, you yeah. know? So, like, unless maybe they got some crazy shit up their sleeve like maybe. that where he's going to take, like, a hot poker and, like, push it all the way through to, like, get the bullet out the back and cauterize the inside. Now he's fighting with two just, like, Metal hot s- flesh <laughs> circle, you know, like, tubes through his body, basically. Yes. Like, all right, maybe that's pretty badass, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems like they're trying to make this again. There's this this half assishness to it that's pissing me off. I I really feel like the it feels like they're trying to make him vulnerable again, but also make him the badass. And it's like don't you can't have it both ways, guys. No, even though the even though the I'm excited to see the movie. Yeah, like it's a Rambo movie. I'm excited to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna see it. We're gonna see it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we are. We are. Um, but. I do feel like it's it's just veering a little bit towards like a straight to DVD yeah. uh, feel it's got that for vibe. me. It's got that vibe. Which is <laughs> at least like, you know, the care in which you're speaking of. Like, I wish they were like taking care of that a little bit more. Yeah. Than just sort of like this. This really does feel like uh, a story or a plot or a script that someone had about a character living on a ranch and this happening, you know, like a taken type of thing. And they were just like, yo, why don't we put Rambo in one of these fuckers? Because boom, boom, there it is. Name recognition. And it's like, okay, guys, like you can only do that so many times, but like, you know, couldn't you have like maybe, I don't know, sat for a week and actually tried to come up with a Rambo story? Yeah. You know, that sure could have gone the same way. Explosions, crazy, blow Mm -hmm. the house up. Yeah. But, you know, like make it a Ram, make it, 
somewhat of a Rambo movie. Yeah. And just so far right now in the trailers, it's not feeling like a Rambo movie other than no. the snippets of the old movie being inter- right. intercut with present day Rambo. Well, it's like, uh, I mean, it feels, it feels like the scope of it is just so limited and like yeah. restricted as a result. Like this ranch being like ground zero yes. for all this to go down feels like kind of a low budget thing to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, Oh, well let's just get this one location. Like, you know, it's, it's like a, it's like a Hollywood low budget thing to do. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, all those explosions and shit going on. I'm sure they still spent like $40 million on this movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not like in the war zone in the middle of a jungle. You know, like that's such yes. a more expansive place for, you know, someone to enter and exercise their mastery of combat <laughs> and warfare right. tactics. <laughs> um, you know, that's a, it's a way more impressive uh, kind of forum for all of that to take place in. And again, if you know, with how big of a, a mythos and everything, and even you know, even in Rambo Four, you know, yeah, he's trying to like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. But then it's like, as soon as it turns on, he's a killing machine. <laughs> yeah, you right. know, like there's no hesitation. He doesn't get a scratch on him, and he just fucking murders everyone. And he's like, well, I can't help it. You know, I just when I start killing, it just woo gets me going. <laughs> and uh, you know, I you know. However big this group of cartel members is, it's not going to be, you know, a full on army, you know, in another right. country. It's yeah. going to be however many, you know, black SUVs full of Mexicans. Yeah. <laughs> they could get to his ranch with boots and shiny things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, which also is like, you know, Rambo, if they all drove up to his house in like a single file line of black SUVs <laughs> like that, it's like. I think that shot's in the movie. Yeah, I know. It is. It, yeah. it is. And it's like, why didn't you just kill all of them right then and there? Yeah. But just, you know, he's got all those explosives. Just put them right up your driveway. As soon as they get click, all gone. Yeah. yeah. I kind of, now that I'm thinking about it, and I think uh, Daryl and Katie, if you're listening, you'll appreciate this. I feel like I want the version, I want a Rambo 5, but like uh, how, what's his name? Um, Jerry Butt? Yeah. <laughs> How Nick Nolte was portrayed in Oh um, Angel Has Fallen. Yeah. Because he's a guy who used to be a very good tracker for the military and like suffered from a lot of PSD, PTSD, which is why he left when Jerry Butt was, you know, a young Jerry Butt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's been just living off the grid in different parts of the world, including the United States, and where we find him in Angel Has Fallen is off the grid, no phone, no nothing, uses a typewriter, and is just like long-haired, long beard, but he's got the entire jungle fucking set up in case any somebody comes mm-hmm. to get him because he's paranoid. Yeah. You know? Um and so I want that I want Ram I want that Rambo for like today because that feels pretty accurate. Yeah. You know. <laughs> uh I think the one last thing I'll say for Last Blood is I miss the hair. I miss the hair and the bandana. Yeah. That's true. that's a that's a central you don't fucks with that. He'll you, probably, you know, they'll probably okay, here's another to your earlier thought about him being like the farmhand. Yeah. There's going to be this movie's going to open with shots of him against like a, you know, the dawn sun, like shirtless, putting on his bandana <laughs> and shit. Uh-huh. And then it's going to cut to a wide and he's got like a spade. Oh, and he's just like moving some dirt <sighs> shirtless with a bandana on. It's going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like going to rub That's it in rough. your face yeah. that he's not in there and be like, oh, no, we're like referencing they're like, no, you're being an asshole right now. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Yeah, I missed the long hair. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, well, okay. I have to, I have to share a story real quick Go for it. about something that happened while I was looking at Rambo last blood stuff last night. That was very interesting. Okay. Um, and, and it, it's going to come back around. Okay. You're going to have to like, this is going to be like a Joe Bob esque kind of digression here. I'm in, but like Joe Bob, it's going to, it's, it's going to come, come back. back around. It's going to come back. Okay. I'm so, ready. Okay. Looking at the Rambo Last Blood IMDb page, mm-hmm. looking at, oh, let me look at the crew. You know, the director is some guy I wasn't familiar with. Um, and, you know, like, oh, who's shooting it and all this type of stuff. Just curious. So I'm looking through. And, uh, you know, I click on the cinematographer. Okay. Check out his, you know, IMDb profile. Dude's been around. I can't remember. Brendan Galvin or something like that mm-hmm. is his name. Uh, dude's, you know, like working DP for like, he's been around for like 30 years, you okay. know, shooting, you know, 
some fairly like high level stuff. Um, Brendan, or at least like Brendan Galvin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's done, you know, he's done like Westworld recently and he, you know, like even in like 2001, he shot like behind enemy lines that Owen Wilson, Gene Hackman movie. Oh yeah. yeah you know, yeah. so whatever, like stuff with, you know, a budget. Sure. He's not like, you know, he's not Emmanuel Lubezki or yeah. fucking Benoit Deby, but you know, he's been working in the industry, just making a solid career, making movies for like 30 years. Fucking a. Um, so anyway, so I'm looking through this, you know, this whole list of movies and I noticed there's like this, there's a one point between 2007 and 2011, there's this four year gap where he didn't shoot anything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't know, like a lot of people might just think, okay, that's nice. Maybe he took some time off, like spent time with his family, kind of recharge, you know, go on mm -hmm. a sabbatical, learn some shit. Uh, I had a very different interpretation which is i i just generally kind of assume the worst of everyone so for me that four-year gap between shooting blood and chocolate and tarsum sings immortals mm. um represents to me very very obviously an aborted attempt at jumping ship into the director's chair okay i just assumed this guy's been a dp for like 20 years at this point uh-huh he's trying to jump into the director's chair makes a go at it for like four years, can't get shit off the ground. It's like, God damn it, I got to go back to shooting stuff. You yeah. Know? So so I'm like, you know, I'm just kind of looking at this and, uh, you know, like kind of like laughing about it. And I'm thinking about it. I'm like, man, that never works. Uh -huh. Like now I think the only person I could think of really who successfully made that is... Wally like, Feister, right? Transcendence? Uh, is... is <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of... Uh, the only one who successfully did this, oh, I think... Oh, sorry. I forgot you said successfully. Is, good. is <laughs> Nicholas Rogue. Um, oh, okay. Who directed like Don't Look Now yeah. and The Man Who Fell to Earth, and uh, oddly enough, directed the movie The Witches, the Roald Dahl adaptation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he With directed Angelica that Houston. too. Yeah. Um, so I'm just like kind of like laughing about this, and and to your point, as I'm thinking about this and laughing, um, naturally the thought jumped into my head. I wonder what Wally Fister's up to these days. Uh, for people who don't know, Wally Pfister uh, was the cinematographer for Christopher Nolan. Mm -hmm. So he shot like Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Inception, uh, The Prestige, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, yeah, because it was since Memento. Mm -hmm. From Memento all the way to Dark Knight Rises, he shot all of those movies. Yes. Fucking working with like one of the best directors in Hollywood in the world, mm -hmm. uh, making really interesting movies and all this type of stuff. He decides, I want to be a director. Yes. So he makes a little movie called Transcendence with Johnny Depp. Decides not to shoot with Christopher Nolan anymore. He's not hasn't even been working as a DP. Right. He's been trying to just be a director. Well, um, I synced it. Yeah. I synced it in the theater. You saw Transcendence in the theater. Yep. Uh, I'm sure that was great. I wanted to support. I like, yeah. I, I like Wally Pfister. I like Wally Pfister, the cinematographer. Yeah, I know, but, <laughs> you know. Um, but anyway, so he's he's kind of been just like, honestly like kind of piss farting around the uh the industry for the past like eight years trying to be a director uh -huh. and uh hasn't really been working out okay so i look up wally fister i'm like just let me i'm just curious what's this dude up to now wally fister rabbit hole yeah wally well there's not much of a hole to go down there, no it's yeah. not but came upon very juicy tidbit that brings everything back around full circle here all right wally fister is currently working on or is about to start working on his first gig as cinematographer on a feature film since dark knight rises okay so it's been eight years since he's actually shot a, a feature uh-huh the movie that he's shooting is the bollywood remake of rambo oh yeah really? so he's shooting a rambo movie yeah but it's a Bollywood Rambo movie because they struck a deal apparently a few years ago to remake the entire Rambo franchise in India and like several other like this I think action franchises. This came up on uh, IMDb when I looked up Rambo. Yeah. I, there's a Bollywood one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So as I went on this tangent from the Rambo Last Blood cinematographer wow. and me thinking that he was trying to make a jump in a director's chair, <laughs> then thinking of Wally Pfister and going, what the fuck is that dude up to? Now, only to find out that he's the DP of a fucking Rambo movie that's coming out next year was pretty mind-blowing. I was like, how the fuck did I start at Rambo and end up back at Rambo? That's crazy, man. I did not. It was really, really weird. 
Um, but it also got me thinking about Wally Fister a bit more and how I miss him. I miss him too. And you know, are we gonna I, watch his Rambo movie? Oh, I'll watch. Oh, hundred percent, dude. This poster, dude, and the guy, the guy who plays Rambo in this movie is named Tiger. His name is like Tiger Shear or something nice. like that. That's just his. And the yeah, the cover art is pretty amazing. He's just like freehanding a Gatling gun. Yeah. So and it's just it's just called Rambo. I wonder if it takes place in America. I hope so. Oh, oh man, so that'd be good. great. But you know, it's a bo- so there's going to be musical numbers. Like I mean, yeah. it's this is going to be a fucking Bollywood movie. Just with Rambo. That's so going to be interesting. I'm 100% in. That's and knowing really... that Wally Fister is shooting this, because, yeah. like, you know, Bollywood movies, they like to go epic. And Wally Fister, he knows how to fucking shoot epic. Like, yeah. It's, uh, he, didn't he, he did, um, he DP'd, uh, I'm pretty sure, Moneyball. Yes, he did. Yeah. Which is a beautiful, yeah. beautifully shot movie. Shot the shit out of him. It's so good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so. Damn. Can I can I maybe throw this out there that Wally Fister is the living embodiment of Rambo in the film studio system? Ooh, it's getting tossed around, forced to fight other people's battles. He's still fighting them. Yeah, <laughs> man has not given up. Yeah, but he's not getting to use his supernatural powers currently. You know, I mean, like I've, Rambo's d- always being utilized because he's so good at killing, and yeah. like Wally Fister is so good at shooting, but he's not shooting. But he's getting back to it with the He's Indian getting back Rambo. to it with Rambo, yeah, yeah. But that took like a Bollywood studio to like convince him. The Hollywood studios like seems fine just not having Wally Fister shoot things for them, which I think is a it's massive It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's a big oversight on their part. India is about to come up right now. And they're just Yeah. We're just gonna look like fools. Taking our top tier talent. Yeah. Just how we used to take all the best cinematographers from like Italy and Germany and bring them over to America to shoot <laughs> our movies. Now they're taking our dudes. We've got uh, like a we've got like a talent surplus now. Why so. can't why can't Rambo Five be like you know Rambo going after Wally Fister? Like get him back, yo. <laughs> we need to save Wally. If the whole plot of this movie is to secure him as cinematographer for the Bollywood remake coming out next year, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how they're going to tie these worlds together. It would be fantastic. Yeah, be really great. Uh, the idea it's it's interesting. I mean, the, just the idea of a Bollywood Rambo because Rambo is like arguably like the most quintessentially American character that's ever existed. Yes. And so for him to not be American. Is he just, it's just a little weird. Is he just turned into like an archetype at this point? Like is the character just an archetype, like a one man fighting machine? Sure. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He represents like, you know, uh, the inhuman strength of nationalist self-interest. Yeah. (laughs) No matter which country that might be. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, yeah, he couldn't, he's a symbol that can just be, he's so universal, he could just be shifted to any culture. Right. But it is, it's just interesting because, you know, I don't fucking care, obviously, but it is, it is so like his whole story and his whole mythos and just even his attitude as a character, you know, it's like I don't, ima- when I imagine the country of India, I don't imagine like people running around with machine guns trying to kill and control everything. Yeah. When I think of America, that's exactly what I think of. Yeah. You know, so it's like he just embodies this country. Right. You know, and that's like what what made sense about his character and was like made it what was cool about it was like we could we could like enjoy this fantasy while also acknowledging the criticism that it's passing yeah you know <laughs> and it was like kind of fun you're like yeah you know it's fucked up but man it's a good time you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god well uh rambo last blood comes out next week uh september 20th of course they have thursday night screenings yeah and we will be going to see it as a tuesday movie yeah uh cheapo tuesday movie cheapo tuesday movies uh yep so uh, that should be pretty fun, and I'm sure we will do a little recap on a future episode. Yeah, let people know how it was. Yeah. Um, that's all I got. What's your favorite Rambo movie? Mm, I mean, First Blood. First Blood? Yeah. I'm going to go... That's what, Okay, First Blood's my favorite John Rambo movie. Ooh. My favorite Rambo movie? Damn, dude, you're getting deep <laughs> yeah. today. You're just, you're just hitting at the heart of, like, you know? This is, like, this episode... Featured romantic Dorian. Yeah. Today, I feel like <laughs> just just the romances. Rambo Woo! Rambo penetrates my my entire being very deeply. Yeah, yeah. It's right. just I don't know. There is something about yeah growing up with that. You know, at a time when 
when like I don't know, growing up with that character at a time when like American dominance in the entertainment industry was so assured, mm-hmm. you know, that it just like <laughs> it was some it was not only he was like a god among gods. Yes. It wasn't just like now it's like we got plenty of people in movies that are like, oh, he's a god or she's a god, or, yeah. you know, they're amazing. But it's but because it was like, of this like chip or this suit or this power that yeah. makes them a god. It's not because of like what you're describing right yeah they're like you know but it's international like in the 80s it was like the only movies anyone gave a shit about were american movies and this guy was king shit of that fucking mountain like you know that was just yeah he he had a throne on top of mount olympus like (laughs) (laughs) and his shit ran down on top of everyone else on that fucking mountain so um, so good. Yeah, it, it was. It was just really amazing to see, and like you know, just really like thinking about it, and like you know, kind of digging into this trailer and thinking about like, man, you know, are they kind of like they're not making good on like what this character really is to me, yeah. and like the the gravitas and sort of yeah, just massiveness that this character holds mm-hmm. um, isn't being made good on, nor is the very human, vulnerable side of this character from the original right. film being made good on. Yeah, so I feel yeah. like we're in, yeah, we're just in this weird straight-to-video mid-ground of character and action, you know? And it just, yeah, it's a it's a Tuesday, you know, it's a $5 Tuesday movie. It is. That's, I think, yeah. I think that's probably going to end up being our review of this movie. Yeah. It's a $5 Tuesday movie. We'll also let you know if he cried, or I'll let you know if Dorian cried. I won't. I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I would cry maybe out of disappointment. Okay. I'm just like, hey, wow. Hey, still cry? You're going to you're going to you do my boy Rambo <laughs> like this? <laughs> yeah, there's I just I feel like I feel like at the end of Rambo Last Blood when the credits roll, your reaction to it will literally be like uh, Rambo's conversation with Krenna at the end of the first movie mm-hmm. when he's in the abandoned thing and he's just <laughs> like, you're just talking about the movie. He's like, it was so good yeah. in the first one <laughs> and now they did the second one and you're just getting all like fucking hyped about it. Yeah. Not to take anything away from like real life Vietnam vets and yeah. people in the military who have PTSD, but I could see you yeah, having a fit. Having PTSD-like symptoms. Yeah. yeah, but my so my favorite Rambo. Yes, as far as like Rambo, the myth, the legend. Uh, you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta go with First Blood Part Two. That's my yeah. That's yeah. me. I think just because that's the first Rambo movie I watched or peripherally saw as yeah. I tried to watch R-rated movies. Uh, it was that one, but because uh, I saw First Blood pretty way later, mm-hmm. way later, and even just rewatching it again recently after getting it on 4K was just like rediscovering something new just about what it's talking about and yeah it's themes and it's subtext and you know the characters all that kind of stuff some really good shots in that movie too yeah there are a few it's uh also george sh- p cosmatos yeah, yeah. <laughs> also shout out to uh richard krenna who just continues to be the cheese factor in all the Colonel movies troutman? troutman is that his name yeah troutman i like it it's great. Fucking Trump. It's like a little like bromance between him and Rambo. They kind of like bicker, but then they're like, I ah, just, well, you're all right. I just love yeah. his like that. That's the character that I'm sure must have been like really fun to write. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which you call, you know, war. He calls home. <laughs> Exit scene. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, I'm out. Who the fuck writes this dude? Like, <laughs> come on. All right. We'll let you know what we thought about the movies. Yep. We'll do. Thanks for listening, guys. Later. Bye.